Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Bit Effect. Today, we are talking about judgment. Not the, you know, overall term judgment, the game judgment. So, uh, we won't be judging you personally. Anyway, somebody cut to the music. I'm awful at this. With me to talk about Judge Eyes is Craig. Guse. And Mike. Yagami, there is only one E in judgment. Is there? Because there somebody somebody spelled it wrong. I mean, there's another couple <laughs> of games that are spelled wrong. I think not Terminator Judgment. There's another game that's got Judgment Day and it's also not got an E. Okay, so it's not Judd Goodman Day. It's Gears of War. Gears of War. Is it Gears of As you're right, it's Gears of War. Well, well, well done. Well, that's good. Good call. Oh, All right, so. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we start, can I can I tell you a joke I made up? Oh, all right, here we go. Why couldn't the deputy minister of health ever keep a straight face? I don't know. Itchy nose, eh? <laughs> oh God! Craig, <laughs> terrible. Craig, terrible. <laughs> all right, so moving on from that laffy taffy uh, rapper joke. Uh, I'll give you credit. You put some work into it. We'll workshop it a little bit. Um, all right. So standard operating procedure applies to this. We, you know, we, in the first episode, we talk about the game, the mechanics, and keep everything more to the gameplay end of things. We won't spoil any stories other than Dumbledore dying. And that's all shoved into the second episode where we'll discuss the story. So if you haven't played this yet and you just want to hear what it plays like, um, play a Yakuza game. And then you'll know. It's <laughs> fair enough. In, in what movie does Dumbledore die? Because I, I am not familiar with Dumbledore in any way I whatsoever. I think it was Layer Cake Dumbledore okay. died in. I thought it was the second Lord of the Rings. Well, I think when that got translated from uh, Europe to here, it came over as Cowboy Bebop the movie. Oh, jeez. So I def- we're working on different terms. Yeah. I thought it was like Lord of the Rings, the Twin Towers. <laughs> the Two Towers. The two towels, whatever that is. <laughs> the twin snakes. <laughs> uh, the twin towers would have been a very different movie. I still would have went and saw it. it would have been different. Anyway, 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 <laughs> anyway. Craig, why don't you give us stats? I'm sorry, everybody. We're rusty. <clears throat> we are rusty. So, Jug- Judgment uh, was developed by Ryu Gagatoku Studio. Did I get it right? Gatoku? Yeah. A valorous effort. Rough, roughly. It was published by Sega, directed and produced and designed by all the people on the Wikipedia page. It was released on PlayStation 4, so a lovely exclusive, in December the 13th, so almost a year ago today in Japan. Wow. And then worldwide release in June th- this year. It's an action-adventure game. It's basically another Yakuza game. And that's about it. Is that about it? Is that all we do for stats? I always forget. I, I think. I, I don't know. Um, I think you do an interpretive dance sometimes. Oh, yep. I do normally read um, out some more of the names, but it's, it's worth just have a wee browse at the wiki page. You're not here to <laughs> yes, listen we're doing to me. This for your edification. Exactly. You're you not, should you're read not, it. Yeah, just, just go read it and just stop listening to this and just go and read the Wikipedia page and then, like, the Games Radar review. Games Radar, <laughs> huh? Games Radar. That that's the one you go to. It's just the first one that popped into my head. I don't do reviews. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't like reviews. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right. So, um, 
getting a little more <clears throat> serious about this because we are dealing with death here. Um, so um, Mike is going to give a little squib on what kind of made this game controversial, uh, at least in the East, not necessarily in the West. Hmm. So as, as you all know, the biggest controversy of this game is that upon announcement, it was titled uh, some, something like Project Judge, I think. Um, and they eventually went with the name Judge Eyes. And on release outside of Japan, they gave it a name which is hard to pronounce outside of America. Um, apart from that, no real controversies. Oh, okay. Well, I must have been mistaken. Or maybe, Mike, are you no, on the take? No, no. Okay, fine. So, of course, of course. Um, Sega have had somewhat guest celebrity actors in a lot of their uh, Yakuza series games. With Judgment pretty much slotting in where you think uh, Yakuza 7 would be would be standing, which has, of course, been announced since. Um, they brought in one Pierre Taki, who I am completely unaware of. I wasn't sure if he was a chef or exactly where he's come from. Um, he's probably been in a bunch of, bunch of Yakuza-related movies. You know, thinking... Uh, What's the place? Where's, where's the place where um, Capcom come from again? Oh, is Japan? it not Okinawa? Uh, yeah, I can't remember the exact place where they're from, but they always have like that that whole sort of Yakuza tough guys sort of thing, don't they? And I know that's that's quite prominent around that area where uh, where Capcom are based. Um, but yeah, he's he's likely been in one of those movies. I think I think there isn't a single person who hasn't been in in something something from back then. Um, but yeah, of course, this this actor was caught and arrested on suspicion of using cocaine, which has sort of left left the game a bit up in the air as it as it was approaching its its outside of Japan release. Um, they replaced replaced the model, replaced the the voice actor, pretty much did everything. Um, to me, I think the, the character they've put in there looks looks quite suitable as a replacement. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I didn't like have him. much of an eye of. Yeah over the the original actor did you guys uh check out the old model of what it used to look like yeah i, I don't think he actually looks like the right character <laughs> no or, uh, no I don't yeah know. Uh, i think I, uh <laughs> the character is hamara in case you're curious mm. if you want to take a look at it um i think his redesign even though it's not based on a person looks pretty good like I, he doesn't stand out as you don't look like a person at all uh, well that was, was a very curious point um I was unaware of this until recording today, but there was actually a, an actor in Yakuza 4 replaced over um, cocaine allegations as well. So it looks like it's a running, Why, running thing for the series. Do you think cocaine warrants being completely pulled from a film or a game? Or? Well, from from what I've heard in Japan, it's a very well-known thing that the use of drugs can put you in a very unpopular light with the media and... Yeah, it, it, it's... All kinds. So you don't suddenly become like Gaza overnight where you, you know, sort of get away with it and grope a woman on a train and stuff like that. An interesting yeah. wee connection here, you know, like Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon, except not with Kevin Bacon, is that this year yeah. he voiced Olaf in Kingdom Hearts 3 and was patched out, but Olaf is made of snow, and snow is a nickname for cocaine. Ah. There you go. Well, there you go. There's your drug connection exactly. by the bit effect. Uh, we'll try to do that with every mm. game from now on. We will try to uh, connect it somehow to oh, illicit drugs. Of course, the only the only drug we'll be discussing in this podcast is going to be AD9. 
Oh, look at you putting it back. That that was that was almost professional, Mike. That was pretty good. All right, so let's crack right into what makes this game different than Yakuza because it's Christmas time. It's time for Yakuza. Um, so this, just looking at it, plays a lot like Yakuza. Now Craig has been uh, dealing with a sickness lately, and that sickness has been Yakuza. He's been blitzing through a bunch of the Yakuza games. Yeah. It's crazy. Now, it's unfortunate. <laughs> just on a base level, I mean, not too much detail. If you're coming straight from a Yakuza game to Judgment, do you feel there's enough different? Out of curiosity, um, there's there is a good chunk different. It feels. It feels the same, obviously. Running about the city, running about Kamurocha, it all feels quite... It feels familiar. But because you're a different character and the tone of everything is different, it just feels... It's got enough feel to it that it feels different. Even though the mechanics are quite similar. Okay, so so it wouldn't burn you out No, playing this after Yakuza. Okay. No, like, I'm, um, I'm starting back at zero again now just to keep, keep the Yakuza train going. Jeez... <laughs> um, okay, so the biggest thing is since Kiru is dead, not dead. That's a, that's a spoiler. 6, for a that different is a spoiler, game. but it's it's for a game that came out like eh, it's fine. Anyway, since Kiru is not the main character of this, we have in his place Yagami. Um, I guess we'll get this right off the bat, guys. How do you guys feel about Yagami? Uh, not particularly like not very attached to him. He's he's inoffensive. To a certain extent, I just think generally speaking, I don't quite like him. I don't like his backstory. I think he's very. He sounds. He comes across to me as quite whingy and mopey, and I don't like. I don't think it's very strong until he starts kicking ass. Um. Yeah. He comes across to me as a prick. <laughs> like I. I. Yeah. While I would love to have a beer with Kiru, I would not want to have a beer with Yagami. Kaito, absolutely. Kaito, yes. <laughs> not Yagami. Uh, how do you feel about him, Mike? I mean, do you like Yagami as a I main character? I don't mind him. I don't mind him. I, I think, um, you know, going back to the PS2 days, we saw Kiryu introduced to us in a quite quite horrendous way. He looked a, bit, a little bit iffy. Uh, he had load screens all around him for minutes at a time. And, you know, that, that wasn't the most stellar introduction either. Um I do think he doesn't have as many unique points, you know, like there's a lot there's a lot going on in the story which I'm sure we'll discuss later, but he's not re- I wouldn't say he's really involved enough in in what he's doing in his game. And you sort of feel he's a bit of a just a bit of a spectator. Yeah, he does feel times. apathetic towards a lot of this that goes on in the game, especially mm. the side cases. He seems very uh, all right, let's just get it done. It's like, no, man, you gotta. But you have to remember, Kiryu did grow, and of course, by the time we got there, we'd already seen him for a good five or six games. Yeah, so you know, that's true. Well, I mean, um, well, the the introduction to Kiryu for like Craig was Yakuza Zero, and like, how fast did you fall in love with Kiryu or Majima? Oh, very, 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 very quickly. Okay. Because I wasn't sure if it was just, well, this isn't a familiar character. He's new. I don't think he's bad, per se. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, ew, he's, you know, just not a good character. It's just I really don't connect with him. Uh, the side characters that we'll discuss later, I clicked with way more. Yeah. To try and cut cut this conversation very, very short, 
not that not that we need to, but let's let's just say that Sega was quite known to be sort of amping up towards some kind of Yakuza Online or Yakuza Seven release, and this is probably in all, by all guesses their good sort of like non-canon push towards trying to figure out how to do a new character to replace Kiryu for the series going forward. Because yeah. obviously they haven't continued with Yigami for uh, Yakuza Seven itself. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think as a spinoff of testing, okay, what else can we do with this style of gameplay? It works a lot better than Dead Souls did. Mm. I just true, um, true. With, and I completed that with everything <laughs> that happened with Yagami in particular, with his backstory, with everything that happened in this game. I can't see how there would be a judgment too. That still tried to further develop. I think he's done. Like he's he's spent to me. Oh, you think he's he's mm-hmm. a, he's a one and doneer? I think like I can't see it without some sort of hurt. well. I mean, I wouldn't put it past anyone in that studio to write in a really random twist about how there was actually a boat under the water, and Yagami's somehow connected <laughs> to the and blah blah blah. But it doesn't feel as natural. It felt just like a one and done. I think, Mike, you're onto something there. It does feel like a wee bit of a test in the water for a new character, mm-hmm. just to see how people react. Well, well, one other cool little thing about this game is that it's it's one of those where they do introduce side characters, but you don't actually have to control every single bloody person and level them up individually, which is a oh yeah, which is a godsend for people who are used to seventy hour long Yakuza games. Yeah, although I mean, in 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 this case, I was a little disappointed. <laughs> But it's nice that, you know, they, they had a laser focus on, no, this is Yagami's story. Here are side characters. It's not a giant ensemble piece. Because it was difficult enough to keep track of what was going on at some points in this 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 game. I mean, the story is very... Uh, um, what, what's a word that has a nice connotation besides fuddled? Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, it, it can get confusing at times trying to remember this Japanese man's name goes with this face, and when they just say four names in a row, going which one is which, it's kind of the same problem you have to deal with Yakuza. Um, See, I I found like with the leveling up, with the leveling up your own character, everything felt watered down, and it particularly hit home when I got near the end and I realised that for the first time in any Yakuza game or Judgment game, that I, I just knew what was going on. And it, for the, I was like, hang on, I've not been like trying to Google faces and names. This was the one that felt like it was a lot simpler to follow, despite being yeah, yeah, that, twisty. Really? I think they've learned mm-hmm. something from the past because looking at Dave's wonderfully done Google documents... I did not know half of these people's either first name or surname because they're just referred to as a single single title for every, pretty much every single character. Like, for example, Waku in the hospital. No oh, yeah. one knows him as Koichi, do they? Nobody knows his no. first name. <laughs> yeah, it gets so, mentioned, like, once, right? I mean, for me... Probably, like, probably once, yeah. Like, writing up the notes, it was like, okay, wait, so who's Shoya the head of? And... and and um, how does he connect with Ikido and the Mar- Marase? And just trying to like keep that together. Um, it, it was just, hmm. just your standard Yakuza. Okay, let me draw a red line from this person to this person and write head of clan. And then this person to lieutenant. And, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I didn't feel this uh, was that different from Yakuza 6. But there were fact, no babies you know, I- being thrown. 
I'd argue the single character who I did know the full name of throughout the entire game was Emmy Terrasawa. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's the only one. Yeah, that's <laughs> all, all the time. <laughs> person referred to by a full name for the entire game. <laughs> yeah, like, um, for the most part, they all have, and I don't know if they do this on purpose, but they all have distinctive names. There are a couple names that, when they talk about them, they only use, like Mike said, the last name, and there's, like, Shioya and Shono and... Shibu and things like that, where it's all that SH beginning, and you're like, I think it's that one. But for the most part, they have these really cool sections in the game where Yagami just kind of, okay, let me take a minute to make sure this is clear. And like, um, a good example, and this won't spoil anything, but during that scene where Yagami's sitting in front of the lawyers, the the panel with the ministry and the detectives and all that. You know, Yagami, it's almost a quiz. Like, okay, do you remember what has happened up until this point? So they they at least do a a good job of trying to make sure you comprehend what's going on. Um, Okay, so so backing out of story for a second. Let's talk about the actual gameplay differences here. It's terrible, isn't it? Is it? Is it it, it terrible? (laughs) Like, um, nice snort. Thank you. Uh, one of the things that makes this different than any other past game from the studio is there's now an English dub again, and there hasn't been one since. Was it Yakuza 2 that switched it? Mm, I think it was the first, actually. Was it Michael Madsen one? Well, you know, I meant like Yakuza 2 was the first time it was Japanese only, or was it 3? I think it was 2. Okay, so yeah, not since... um Yeah, Mark Hamill was in Yakuza 1 too, but... Uh, so this is the first time there's an English dub. And not only is there an English dub, there is two different English scripts, which I thought was just mind-blowing that Sega went through that much trouble. Um, there's an English script for the Japanese script, and then there's an English script for the localization, which is what the voice actors used. So there's one that's a little bit more localized than the other, which I thought that that's really cool that they went through all that trouble. It's cool. What did you What did you think about the English in general, though, I uh, well, I wasn't what did you guys fan. play in? I played in Japanese, and when I watched a particularly good cutscene, I would then go and or paused, go to YouTube, find the English dub of the cutscene, and rewatch it in English just to see <laughs> what it felt like. And I think it loses a lot being in English. I wasn't a fan of the voices <laughs> for some of them. Yeah, I don't know. It was just a bit, a bit more um, gravelly and serious than. Over, over the top and, and outrageous. That, that I don't know. Do you, do you catch that? I mean, I, I know I've sort of defended you, Yagami, until this point, but did you get that sort of smarminess from him in the Japanese version? Probably a wee bit of smarminess, but I'm sitting like, it's what he's actually saying, the, the English translation of what he's saying is smarmy. He comes across as a, a wee bam at times. <laughs> um, I played in English, right? And a lot of the voices used are your uh, anime voice actors. A lot of them. So you're, I mean, I, I could pick out, oh, hey, that's Spike from Cowboy Bebop and that's Crispin Freeman. And that I was familiar with a lot of the voices. Um, the only complaint I could have is the, all the principles, I think, are done really well. People like Shintani, I think, are really well. Or uh, Genda, they're, they're done great. Mm. Some of the odd off characters, like even your Marase, eh, eh, it's starting to get a little weak, and then your random English is is kind of awful. 
like you know the, the yeah. people you see once and maybe they have a voice line but that's it nothing else those guys were kind of bad um i wanted to use the english this time because i was i was curious to see if the rest of the game was in english would i have an easier time remembering people's names uh. um sort of and not really it's it, it's i couldn't tell you a difference but i did enjoy being able to play it in english and like take notes without having to laser focus on the text and what's going on at the same time. So it's a nice option. I don't think it's bad, but I, I like, I would play the next one in English if it's available just because it's kind of nice. Um, hmm. and Mike, what did you play it in? Sorry. Uh, English, English. Yeah. I, I thought it was quite, it wasn't bad. I, I sort of enjoyed it. Most parts. There were some bits where I was sort of thinking, uh, other, you know, this voice makes me think something suspicious might happen, and it was just completely off. For example, um, a bit story related, but not not really a spoiler in any way. Um, the golden key card. If you bump into a certain person, you will you will be able to through cutscenes enter parts of the hospital. But um, yeah, that that lady, she kept popping up, and, and a voice. I was thinking, like, I can't put. A oh read yeah, on exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I was like thinking, what what's her purpose in this story? Is there there's some sort of funny thing going on here? Is it a daydream or something? But you know, eventually it just turned out it was just slightly off-putting voice acting. I'm guessing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the the only real complaint, the, the only one I could levy against it is if you listen to it in Japanese and then listen to it in English, you can tell the English voice actors are mispronouncing names and places. Yeah. But no more mm. than you or I are going to mispronounce and names and places. So I, I can't blame them too much as I, I don't expect voice actors to take a starter course in Japanese or Portuguese, depending on what they're doing. It's fine. How did it work? Like the one thing I wish I had watched before we came on to record, and it was for some strange reason, I didn't YouTube it. You know, right at the very end where Kaito says, these guys won't stop coming on us. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, yeah, yeah. Did that make it through? And come, cause yeah, I, bust, yeah. I was a knots. I was an absolute nuts. I that was yeah. It, it made it through perfectly in, in English. It worked <laughs> oh. out really good. There, there is a an awesome pause for about a solid sort <laughs> of seven, eight yeah. seconds where you suddenly think, "I saw it's one o'clock in the morning." I'm pretty sure I heard that, uh-huh. but I'm not a hundred percent sure if I heard that. And then someone comments on it, and then yeah, they just go, "Ew." Go, okay. Uh-huh. okay. <laughs> I, I I was actually curious to see if it, that was the joke made in Japanese as well. Yeah, it was. I, I didn't look mm. at it. Okay, good, good, good. I'm glad that made it through. I thought it was a, a mistranslation. I thought there's no way this would have made it through our of QA. <laughs> and I was like stifling laughter until he went, I mean, ah, is like, <laughs> so good. So good. Um, While we're on the subject of not that subject... <laughs> Uh, no, no. While we're talking about that joke, right? Like, here's something I noticed. I don't think the Yakuza goofiness works very well in this game. No, not at all. I don't know what it is about. I don't know whether it's... The- For me, like, like okay, the, the, what I could pin it down to was in a Yakuza game, yes, you have people drawing guns on each other and people dying, and but that's all gang war stuff, right? Like, okay, this is... Oh, there's a serial killer. Why do you care people peeking at panties? Go go catch serial killer guy. 
Some of those, um, at some point, I'm pretty sure they use a slide whistle when there's a woman's breasts jiggling. They do! And I'm just like, no, this this is not... I didn't get that. It's absolutely not. This is not working for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so there were a couple times where, like, I, I wanted to make sure I did 90% of the side stuff. It's like, man, this this... In a Yakuza game, finding a cat with a drone yeah. absolutely works. Now, no, that's a little weird. I, I, it would be nice if they do decide to okay, let's do more spin-off games. Change the um, the atmosphere depending on what's yeah. going on in the game. It, it just uh, here, it just didn't work. Another one that bugged me was every so often when you held that awful sound effect and it was the guy's wig blown away. I was just like, oh, the woo. yeah. I was just oh, oh no. That's quite. That's quite horrendous. Speaking, like, yeah, that was a thing. Just when you said you just you were doing about ninety percent of the side quests, how yeah. how long did you guys play it for? How long? How many? I hours? was at fifty three hours. Okay, I believe. Ooh, twenty eight. Wow. Was it sixteen? What? Sixteen? Whoa! You blasted through this sucker, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I just didn't. I didn't like the side stuff. I didn't like any mm. of this. is This is the segue into. It's probably a segue that you wanted to do yourself, Dave. I'm so sorry, but I didn't like a lot of the. Dete- I didn't like any of the detective stuff. I didn't. It felt like it had no impact. You couldn't get anything wrong. You know, it's just like you you get the wrong dialogue tree option, and you just the people are like, "No, that's that's not it. Try again." And Surely you, you must be mistaken. Exactly. I just felt. And then the all the covert stuff, all the stuff with the drone, all the sneaking behind people. I hated it all. I hated it okay, all. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let let's talk about what difference this has mechanics wise yeah. to a Yakuza game. Um, yeah, let, let, just let, let's rewind a tiny bit because I think I think really we have to we have to say you know what what the actual gameplay of it is and how how it differs exactly as you said probably about ten minutes ago. <laughs> but we started, <laughs> when we started talking about wings and boobs. Me me especially. So apologies for that. But but You're yeah, I, I think that. There, there is a there is a case that um, Craig has on over time mentioned that he's picking up or has picked up the uh, the Ace Attorney trilogy. Yes. To which I always say, bravo! You are now an esteemed colleague of the Capcom Arts, and uh, you know you will enjoy them. And and the great thing about this game is that is probably its inspiration for a hell of a lot of what's happening. Oh yeah, here. they even have so a Phoenix Wright as, joke in it. Oh, they have an objection, don't they? Objection! Yeah. Why are you standing like that? <laughs> what are you pointing at? And uh, as an ex-attorney, you do get a lot of things. There's a lot of investigation. Well, quite a bit of investigation. More cat watching, but I'm sure we'll talk about it later. <laughs> and you know, you know, um, it's 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 cool to see see that sort of they're picking up on things. But it's it is as you sort of saying it is a bit of a mixed bag. You're not 100 percent sure what's happening. At one point, I was almost convinced. A third of this game was going to be Yakuza. A third of it was going to be sort of um, Ace Ace Attorney style shenanigans, and then the final third would probably be chasing people for wigs, or chasing people to catch them, or chasing people because they they ran out of a door too quick when you went into a casino, or something like that. And I don't know. Eventually, luckily, this whole um, QTE sort of event thing calmed down a bit, but, but initially yeah. it looked like. It was gonna suddenly be like you know, 
we need to fill a third of this game with just random junk. And and you do get the impression that quite often they, as filler, uh, it's quite a short, shortish story, but I think there's a bit of sort of, you, we're going to put a roadblock here and intentionally try and send you down a sub, few of these sort of sub yeah, they did that thing sections. where you have to you have to engage a little bit with the side stuff to continue the main story. Mm-hmm. Now, now my question no, it's never is fully clear. Um, I, well, going into it, I was really hoping this would be L.A. Noir meets Yakuza or or Phoenix Wright meets Yakuza. It turns out it, it's not so much that way. Like, like uh, we'll talk about each different mechanic, but um. Going into it, right, I wonder if they, they – I had the story down, and they're like, okay, this is how long. Uh, you can tell it's a shorter script just because it doesn't have those Yakuza side paths that that series likes to take of like, we're going to worry about this gang for a little bit, and then we'll bust them out. Okay, let's go back to the main story thread. They don't do that so much here, so it's shorter. I wonder if they packed all that stuff in because they were worried, well, you can't have a short Yakuza game. What are you, crazy? Do you know what I would have loved? I would have loved, because the story is so so compact, I would have just loved it if there were actual consequences of the decisions you make and you could, you know, do a Sherlock Holmes and condemn the wrong person and maybe just broaden the story, have some branches based on some of your decisions rather than it being all the story is set and you're on the path so all these decisions mean nothing. I'd have just loved something with consequences. Yeah, it's not very often they give you the choice of, okay, now who was it that you said did this? And you have to back it up with evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if there was, there's, they do have a mechanic in place where if you get consecutive answers correctly, you get bonus experience yeah. points, which is fine. That's cool. Um, but there's no consequence other than that. If you do pick the wrong thing, it's just, well, no, that picture of a cat has absolutely yeah. nothing to do with this guy's <laughs> eyes trying. being gouged out. <laughs> Perhaps you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would have liked a little more, even if you could have just failed, mm-hmm. you know, that. Nothing else, just, oh, you got it wrong. You look like an idiot. Nobody's going to take you seriously. Okay, game over. That's fine. Uh, so yeah, now this seems like they're just hesitantly dipping their toe in this kind of stuff. I'm hoping if they do decide to do it again, they go full bore because I think it works even as light as it is here. It works. It's a nice shakeup. Um, but like Mike said, uh, a lot of times you will have a client that you need to catch or tail. And let's talk about those mechanics because both of those made me want to pull my hair out sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So the tailing mechanic is, a walk a certain distance behind someone maintaining visual a visual line to them and hide behind pre-selected highlighted areas whenever they turn around because obviously when people are being followed they have to take three step steps then turn around and kind of do that hand over their eyes looking out to see to <laughs> type um do you guys ever when you're walking let's say in a mall or down the street do you just whip around really quick just to see if anyone is watching you. I know. Even even if <laughs> I wish I did. Even if you're up to some re- <laughs> really dodgy, cagey stuff, you would only stand out more. Like these people cross the street, turn left, and then all of a sudden turn right and wonder. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, yeah. If, if you have any familiarity with the Assassin's Creed series, it's those kind of st- tailing missions. Except you don't get the fun of. Well, I'm just going to jump on the rooftop and then swing around, and as long as it, you just. 
if you had to take cover in places that weren't predetermined, it might be a little more interesting. Yeah. I'm like, oh crap, he's going to turn around. I've got nowhere to hide. That's the thing, though. You can use corners. You can, you, if yeah. you position, if you position it correct, you can like stand behind the corner of cafe and watch him, or watch him through the glass windows. If you, you know, since they introduced that in Yakuza Six, the whole, um, you know, you can go inside buildings and all that sort of stuff. You you can actually just look through one window through to the other window, see him pass there, and it'll reset the timer and stuff like that. But it's it's not really explained. It's most of a case of hide behind this thing which is too small to physically hide you anyway I know right (laughs) the Um, the funniest thing I found was there's a recognition meter so if they see you the meter builds at the top if it hits full you've been spotted you have to start again I honestly at one point got caught out by one of their quick turns and I, I panicked and ran towards the person. I actually, like, booped into the person before running away and hiding behind the car before this meter filled. And I just thought, well, that that sucks. I touched the person. <laughs> I, I like to think everybody in Japan is nearsighted. Mm. So they have trouble identifying you at anywhere past yeah. five feet. I think so it's just there's... It's one of the biggest failings of the game was because if they didn't make it this quick time weird event, you have disguises which are hilariously underused. Yeah. Why can't yeah, you just what, chuck on a disguise and, uh, and follow the person and not have it be this terrible Or even if you wanted to do the tailing thing, don't make it so prevalent. Like it you have a drone. You have a drone? You've Why drone? couldn't you just use the drone, to, drone. to follow them? I, I personally didn't find them anywhere near as offensive as you guys, but I, I do think every one of them was at least, like, yeah, maybe 50% too yeah. long. Well, most like, of the side quests, yeah. you did a tailing section, almost every single one of them. Oh. So I did oh, it okay. upwards of 50 times. Uh, <laughs> I noped out. I, almost, I did one, and I just thought, do you know what? I, I'm not engaging with this at all. So that was my decision. About four hours in, my decision was... I'm just going to stick to the story. I'm not bothering with anyone else because I just plain don't like it. Uh, did that's did you guys? Did you guys nullify the effect? The like most of the effects of it anyway, because yeah. well, some of the cheapest skills are basically to stop you from causing noise distractions and stuff. And you, and the thing is, it's really weird because when you go up to like hide behind something, you'll see like glass bottles just stacked right in front of it, just so you have to take an <laughs> awkward route in, and you go. But then, then never. I mean, unless the side quests really amp this sort of stuff up. Um, no, no, it never no. Really it never of. gets hard yeah. at all, ever. Yeah. And I wonder sure, yeah. if if it was after the game was mostly done that they realized, ooh, this isn't fun. Here, let's put some skills in to nullify how much of a pain in the ass it is. Possibly, yeah. Um, same thing goes for the chase sections. Uh, the chase sections are very simple. You have you're on a track running through the streets, right? Mm. Like you can't you can't suddenly turn down a wrong street. But there will be identical groups of businessmen hanging around and uh bikes just strewn about like it's Mad Max. So you have to do a quick time <laughs> event to oh press triangle to jump over the bike or press left so you can do a little football juke out of the way. Uh I don't find these near as offensive or just uh, bad as the tailing missions the only complaint i have about these is that uh even if you manage to steer out of the obstacle you still have to do the qte Mm. for it yeah Mm. so you are two feet to the left of that group of businessmen 
but you still need to press the QTE, and he spins directly face first into the wall, but continues running. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, if I'm not going to hit the obstacle, I shouldn't have to do the QTE for it. It is a bit janky. It is a bit janky. If if you get the the right distance, you can do it, but then... There's always going to be another group of people just to the left of that group on the oh, right yeah. anyway, so you're going to have to do it at some point. But. I, another thing that also made that kind of lose its luster fast is the buttons are always the same. Yeah. It will always be triangle to jump over the bike every time. It's like, oh, well, that takes a lot of the fun out of it. I actually thought that they were used quite well in some places where, like, story progression. What I found about this game, just to take it one step back, is... In every other Yakuza game that I end up playing, I always feel like I'm doing a lot of running or I'm going to the nearest taxi. In this, it's quite streamlined. If you walk out of the lawyer's office, your next objective might only be a street down, and a lot of the game is quite compact like that. And then... Oh, yeah. When you have to get across Mm. the city quite a few times, it's these quick-time events, and it's used quite well, like in one where you, you you end up getting ambushed at the end of it. I totally did not expect to get ambushed at the end of this thing, but I just realised, oh, bugger, I've fallen for this. And so it was quite... It, they were better used than the, the chase scenes. Yeah. Uh, the, the other ones, what you call it? Heidi follow. Or the tailing? The tailing. The Heidi following. The Heidi following. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Heidi yeah. following on Twitter. I um, think they are a bit closer, but they are—they do follow that sort of diagonals thing of you'll be up this way. Now you have to run past Millennium Tower to get to the bit near the Champion District, and then you have to go from the Champion District back yeah. to like the the law offices back at the Northwest, and then it'll be. So there, there is a bit of funny. I think sometimes you do get lucky, and they're, they're a bit closer. Um, but those, those bloody phone calls, the amount of phone calls you get in the you can game. walk while on and the phone. And they always the... use face cam. Come on. Why are they always using face cam? <laughs> they always use... They're always using face cam and turning off the bloody map so you don't know where you should be walking when you, can, you do have the option to walk with the phone anyway. <laughs> it's like such a Batman dick move. It's having to talk to Alfred and not walk. <laughs> Why can't Batman walk and talk? Or Yagami, he's been through law school and he can't flip and walk and talk hate it. I, it's I, very, well, you need the face cam for whatever reason. I, I still don't get why everybody, including gangsters, is like, well, let's use face cam. Yeah. Actually, it, it's fun. A slight <laughs> snippet aside, Mike, you brought up the minimap there. Uh, Kiwami 1 and 2 introduced rotating minimaps, which they've taken away again, and I I've, I cannot use that map. See, the amount of times I ran out of a door and then ran left and realised I was going the wrong way. Yeah. I need I need the rotating minimap and it's gone. Oh no, no, no! Oh. Rotating minimaps are of the devil. No, 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 no! no, no. Rotating minimaps oh, no, is the way no. it should be. Oh, oh boy! Um, I I did speak to a I spoke to a woman recently that was helping with some computer problems and she said something about uh, read this article on why women can't read maps but men can and things and I thought oh this is this is kind of sexist but you're a lady so I'll listen to what he's trying to say about this and and it turned out that. I think I ran into the same sort of map reading troubles where I was certain you'd take a right at this point. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've never had this problem with maps ever before in a game, but a lot of times I was taking the left instead of the right, and especially if I was going, like, you know, south down the map. And I was like, I don't I don't know what was happening there. But there's, there's something funny about that map. I don't know if it's, like, visually designed to look a bit awkward or something. I don't know. Well... Here's here's what I started thinking about about halfway through the game. Nothing to do with the map, but it has everything to do with the map. Did this need to be in Camarocho? No, no. I, I, I wanted them to get out. 
Yes, seriously. It's like, okay, we've been in Camarocho six times. I know this place pretty well. I might stand a chance yeah. if I was ever there in real life. I, I'm mm. pretty good. It's like, oh, the Millennium Tower is here. All right, so if I want to get something to eat, I just go to the, you know, Miore Cafe uh, down the street. I Like, I was kind of sad this took place in Camarocho. But look. The thing with Yakuza games is you've had, like, you know, you start off Kamuroko, then the second one you've got, like, Sotenbori gets introduced as, as like, a, a second place. That comes back in, like, Yakuza 0 and stuff like that. Uh, the third one you get, a f- in fact, the third one, I, I really love that place. It's just, like, a smaller village. It's like a sort of, like, a Shenmue village in a way, but with a big big shopping mall. It's pretty, pretty cool. Um, and I still I still suggest anyone goes back and plays Yakuza 3 when they get the chance to. But then, you know, 4, you got a, a sort of, kind of rubbish extra place uh five you got a lot quite a few little random places then six you get you know hiroshima and you're sort of like wow that that's the the eye opener that's like you know the big big showpiece since like sotenbori i guess but i was really i was really crossing my fingers and hoping that like mid-game i think there's a hint that he's going to disappear somewhere else and it just turns out being like either a trip to the courts or a trip to the 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 jail to see what's happening there I think there's one other mini skirmish over to the um, the Tojo Clan headquarters, but you know, really, there's not a huge amount of disappearing acts going on, and and, and I think a, a change of scene would be lovely. Maybe if like, you know, you investigated where in the woods an incident may have happened and stuff like that. That could nice, have been nice pretty cool as a little Good thing. Um, yeah, 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 like, but, like I, I realized that they've put a lot of work into Kamurocho, especially for Yakuza 6. Like, it seems like that was a full-blown redesign, right? Like, like all right, let's start fresh. But this this was a, an opportunity to be a spin-off game where you'd be a place you never were before. Like, I mean, there are other big places in Japan. I mean, you, you could have went there, and you could have still what, even... What makes it even more disappointing is that as far... I've, I've still not played it, and Craig will, will tell us about this, I'm sure, but isn't the Camaroco that's slightly improved in Yakuza Kiwami 2, like the full version of what you were going to get in 6, pretty much? Wouldn't that, shouldn't that have been like the ultimate evolution then? Yeah, yeah um, uh, also another thing, can, can we have one, one Yakuza game where real estate does not factor in? Just, just one. Um, that's all I ask. Oh, do you know I, who I'm I saw? Tired. Do you know who I saw on the street? One of the random people punching Tachibana. I was like, oh my god, I'm punching Tachibana. Maybe this is like, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> he's down and out, and he's just turned into a wee random thug, beating the crap. Oh, out poor of him. guy! Yeah. After that happened with his sister, oh, and everything. No, what, no. what a poor guy. Bad luck there. Really bad. Luck. Uh, yeah, like like as soon as um, an unnamed as right now man brings up a real estate deal, I'm like, oh man, again, again with the real estate. You could, you could have kept that. Anyway, let's just move on a little bit to more new things that Judgment does. Um, one thing I don't like, I don't dislike, I thought it was okay, was the drones. Uh, more specifically, like the drone racing. Yeah. Hmm. Did either of you guys try that? Nope. I, I was <laughs> just like, much, nope. Not much. No. <laughs> uh, well, one of us <laughs> might be the citywide champion. I'm just oh, letting you Lord. know. Uh I found so you guys didn't really do any of the scan all the barcodes no. around the city to get the parts. No, no barcodes. I did. I did introduction and picked up a hell of a lot of golden screws. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I don't think I even went back. I just. I just hoarded them. Ah, uh, <laughs> it's not as fire and forget, 
as uh, Pocket Racer is. I, I like Pocket Racer quite a bit, but um, it's it's okay. It it's racetracks around the city, and it's kind of cool because you know, like this this racetrack, you'll go around this street. Oh, you got to go in through the Millennium Tower and go around the pillars and then come out through the building. It's pretty cool in in terms of oh, this is a fun little obstacle course to try to win the race. Other than that, it it's not really anything too special. Um, gambling is still here, of course. You have your blackjack and your poker. Yeah, I thought you also have. Sorry, on you go. God, no, on you go. No, 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 no. I just thought they were boring. Podcast over. Oh fuck! I just I just thought it was boring. Like all the kind of wee mini games were for me the less good options of the like blackjack and poker. I can play blackjack and poker. You know, like any, anywhere. anywhere. I don't mean it to sound as flippant as what it does, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I wanted there's, hostess. There's, um, and... I want to talk about the lack of hostess and what I think replaces it, and I kind of like what replaces it to some extent. Uh, there is, of course, your shogi. Shogi is here. Um, I still am terrible at shogi, but I did learn how to play mahjong this time, and you know what? Mm-hmm. I did pretty good at it, and it's actually kind yeah. of a fun mm-hmm. game. It's fun when you get going. Um, in terms of Sega Classics, your Fantasy Zone is is here. Your Virtual Fighter Five is here. Your Poyo Poyo is here. Your Fighting Vipers is here. <laughs> now, Mike, I, I Craig, you mm-hmm. have no uh, affiliation with Fighting Vipers, right? No, you're not a no, Fighting no. Viper. Okay, uh, Mike. Yep. Was the game always that terrible? Because I remember liking I... Fighting Vipers. <laughs> I remember thinking it was purely average back in the day, but I actually gelled with it a lot more here. Um, so so for, for a little bit of in, information on what I do in my spare time on lunch breaks, I pretty much spend an hour solidly looking at a website called Hot UK Deals for deals on anything. And every time people post things like uh, Virtua On is on Xbox Marketplace for £1.69 or something like that, or... Virtual Fighter 2 is, or, or Fighting Vipers. I just say, just get get a Yakuza game. You will get some awesome M2 remastered sort of arcade perfect copies of, of uh, Sega games that way. Do it that way, it's better. And of course, some Yakuza games are even coming to Game Pass soon. But um, in this case, Virtu- uh, Fighting Vipers, I thought it was pretty cool. It's better, definitely better than like, Battle Arena to Shenden and that's all. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not as good as Virtual um, Fighter, but better than yeah. Tushinden, for sure. Absolutely. But, I mean, we've got Motor Raid there as well. But let, let's stick with Fighting Vipers because I think, I think Fighting Vipers is quite good. Quite <laughs> good. <laughs> I quite liked it. I quite liked it. I, I never liked it before, but I think this time I was, I was really getting into it. I think I played about five or six different games of it. I'll probably return to it at some point, and, and it's pretty cool. They have that, um, you know, that offline versus. I think they even have online versus play, don't they, from the main yeah. menu? If I remember right. Yeah, we'll have to have a go go at that sometime. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I was much more of a motor raid guy. Like I, yeah. that was well, I finished it in the game. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I'm, you I finished gotta, it. Yeah, gotta do this. Oh, so yeah, uh, finished Motor Raid. That was a lot of fun. The big one, I think. I think the one that I, I dealt with the most was Camaro of the Dead. Mm. Mm. I, I completed that. I didn't a get g- fifty pickups. I didn't get fifty pickups, but I did every chapter. It's kind of one fun. To five and 
Did you try it, Chris? Nah, I didn't bother with it. I just, by the point I figured out what yeah. it was, I was my mentality was, I'm just getting through this. I just want to get through it. But it's House of the Dead. I know. The Cursor. Yeah. I know. I know. And, and it costs, cool. costs a lot the of money to play. Some, re- some recycled bosses, but apart from that, you know, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, um, so I, I, I like on this, I thought, oh, oh hey, the arcade that section I like better than Yakuza. Like the addition of Fighting Vipers, uh, Motor Raid, and Kamuro the Dead. It's like, oh, okay, this is this is the fun. I mean, of course, your darts are still here. Um, there are no uh, karaoke. Uh, no karaoke. That, I thought. That's that's a tragedy. Mm. Tragedy. Tragedy. Mm. Um, you can't have that in Japanese and English, though, can you? <laughs> oh, but you could. But it would be really funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like like I would have trade traded uh, the drone racing for uh, karaoke if I could have, but eh, I mean it, it, it's six of one, half dozen of another. Whether you like the mini games or don't like the mini games, but I always thought you know karaoke is kind of a yakuza thing. Mm-hmm. You'd think yeah. they'd have it in there. I love, I love karaoke. See, the thing I always with any yakuza game is I don't go and st- sit through the arcades and play the games. I generally haven't at all played a lot of any of them in any of the games but yeah. I do like darts darts is good, karaoke is good hostess darts is, is good. still good any gambling, mahjong, all good but the actual video game bit of it not, not really touched oh. well you can't play Poyo Poyo in there like that's impossible for you <laughs> <coughs> that would be really frustrating yes, frustrating, go with frustrating I I did practically pick up Kiwami 2 just to play Virtua On and Virtua Fighter 2, to be honest. But um, I'm, I'm more of a Virtua Fighter 5 guy. Like, I really like Virtua Fighter 5. Everything else but in that, the series. That, that, was in, that was in 6 as well. I mean, it's, yeah. it's been... A, a few of these are sort of, like, repeating now. But it's, it's lovely. It's lovely well, to I have mean, them, but... you're always going to have your Fantasy Zone and your Space Harrier. I'm tired of Space Harrier by this point. I've been playing it for, like, 20 years. Enough, Space Harrier, please. Uh, Fantasy Zone at least has you know really fun music. Um, what so? What did you guys nope. think about the other mini objective of like just pretend you're investigating a scene, you're at the hospital, and you've got to look out the window and find something, and all you hear is meow, 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 meow. meow. <laughs> oh my god! And you will always say, "Oh look, a cat." Yeah, I honestly. Uh, you will never say, "Why is that cat near this dead man?" <sighs> Um, the cat. Should we not remove him from this scene? I just didn't get the. Ca- I didn't get the cats at all. I don't know whether it was some sort of meme that I'm missing out on, or whether like it was anything else. I j- it drove me bunkle nuts. It it was really really annoying mm-hmm. to find some of those stupid things because there's a trophy for it. I have to try to find mm. all the cats. It's very low effort, but by golly, the way they, especially because when you start the game. A lot of the crime scene investigation you do, you're doing from a standard position. Mm-hmm. You cannot move. And they never tell you when you can move and when you can't. So a lot of times you spin in place going, where is that stupid cat? Uh-huh, and then you him. move. Where's the stupid <laughs> cat? And then you move and you're like, ah, jeez. Meow. Um, meow, meow. So the one thing I was they... really worried that by the end of the game, the drone sections would have all had cats as well. <laughs> and I thought, shit, have I missed the trophy? But I think I was lucky in the end. How... How did you guys do? Uh, I did get the trophy. I got the trophy for all the yeah. cats found. 
I um, I have the bare minimum of trophies. I've got like story trophies and a couple of random missable ones that I somehow got. You know, like forgetting the right things and dialogue trees and all that kind of stuff. But I've got no cats. Um, no cats. No so, cats. <clears throat> no cats. Wow. Uh, all right. So Craig, yes. If I was to say live in Camarocho yes. uh, during the time of Yakuza Six, mm-hmm. during Yakuza Six times. If I wanted to say bulk up a little bit, maybe hit the gym. Honestly, what do you think would be a good place to do that? I, I honestly, that gym is the. I want to go to that gym. <laughs> so I do. Well, it's not here anymore. I'm sorry. It has been replaced by a really crappy board game. Actually. Oh God, not that. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Did anybody find that fun? No. No. It was just roll dice. Oops, fight more people. Roll that. Oops, fight. I did not find it fun at all. It was kind of a misstep. Rise up was the ball. The only good thing about that game is that you can sell those game passes for a a thousand. Oh yeah, you can you can sell them for a pretty good chunk. I I was also really disappointed. Yagami ain't pulling in Kiryu numbers and money. It was like, come on, I just need some money. That's um, why I was surprised he did the drones. I looked at the upgrades on drones, and it was like twenty thousand per upgrade. I roughly. played a lot of mahjong, Mike. Uh, a lot okay, of mahjong. Fair enough. Um, the other thing missing from this, rather than uh, what was it, Ryu Zap? Rise up, rise up. There we rise go. Rise up. Uh, is no hostesses at all uh, in this? So no hostess management mini game. What they have in its place, I kind of like more than the hostess part of six. I love the um, the diner dash mm. hostess section of Yakuza 0. But uh, in here, every a lot of people you meet have friend meters. And some, like if, if you're a friend of a clerk, it's eh, spend a lot of money there, eat there a bunch of times, or, you know, talk to this girl, pick the, pick the right answers or things like that. It, it's more of a friendship meter than it is a mini game. Did you guys prefer that to the minigame, or would you rather go back to old school? I'd rather go back to minigames. This this was one of the things, among many things, that felt a lot of it feels watered down. It doesn't feel in-depth enough. None of it feels in-depth enough to grab my attention, which why is why I'm sounding so flat about the whole thing, is because... It was. It's. It's just go to the shop. Just go to the shop and buy stuff, or tell the guy to download. You know the what was the the name of the app that you donate to? Oh, oh, oh okay. the Quick Starter. <laughs> quick Starter. Start. That's the one. <laughs> and then you tell him to install it, and then you just donate two hundred grand to him so he can build his building. It's just a bit like this is just going through the motions. A bit like the court stuff. I'm just going mm-hmm. through the motions. Yeah, I, I can totally understand that. Yeah, it is cool in a way, though, that, that these aren't as invasive. You know, in in the previous games, if you take a sub subquest, you know you're going to be out of action for maybe the next 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Here, if someone taps you on the shoulder, it's a three-minute chat. You know, it's, it's not a huge, like, it doesn't take you away. You know, like I said, it took me, what, 28 hours to complete the game. Um, in that time, I, I was still mindful of making a few friends and sort of, you know, petering about a bit. <laughs> and it sort of, you know, it, it didn't feel invasive. It didn't feel like it added a substantial amount of, of extra time investment, you know, just to do a little bit. Um, I think that's 
made That's 48 okay. out of 50 friends. Wow. <laughs> I maxed them all Jeez. out. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I really tackled this sucker. Um, we also have uh, the batting cages because you cannot have without the batting cages. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I'm starting to get a little tired of the batting cages at this point. I, I don't think they're a lot of fun. Mm. Um, you also have pinball. Oh, and oh. the pinball table is awful. It's, fuck, it's absolutely... Yeah. It, it feels like it's been made by someone that's just opened up Unity or Game Maker or something like that. And It has been made in Unity. Is it? Okay. <laughs> Well, Unity's a good engine. I mean, let's be fair. Don't Sorry, blame the no, but the, the second bit of that is, and they're in year one of their studies and game development. No, no, it's true, it's true. But funnily enough, the game does actually go out and load in and it says made in Unity yeah, or something is, to start it off. And, and you go, uh, I went, at that point, I think I quit before starting it. No, I did I did give it one go. I got the stupid awful. achievement related to it. So uh. you know what? You can both go to hell. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that was not, that was aggressively not fun. Like that's, um, like. It's it's just someone who's, someone who's like interning it. Yeah, say, yeah, it, it must be. Some of the That's their project. And, like I didn't like Justice Battlers in Final Fantasy 15, uh-huh. but that was just because, yeah, okay, I'm, I'd rather be going and killing things. I'd play that any day over that pinball table. What's my latest Oof. stance in Justice Battlers? Because I flip flop every time we talk about it. Um, you prefer King's Knight. Okay. I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, speaking of Yagami's apartment, did anyone get really frustrated at the fact that you spawned at the side of the desk and then had to scuffle your way, <laughs> squidging yeah. round his poorly oh. laid out office every single time? Um, it's ridiculous, isn't yeah. it? Someone there has has made that game, and that's the first thing they made, and then they did all the design <laughs> documents, and then they finished ninety nine point nine percent of the game, and then they went. You do realise that room's still tiny. You can't fucking move All they needed to do was take a table out or move a sofa. And then to add insult to injury, they fill the room with like like five or six people at some points. And you're like going, oh my God, what is this? Okay, so this is the only reason I could think they they did that. Does that mask a loading time? Because it's a very prescribed amount of time every single time to squidge between the dresser and the chair. But you can go. You can go the other way. You don't have to go that way. You can just walk down the little route well, where the um, customized yeah, room bit yeah, is. That's a good point. That's a good I point. don't think it masks loading time only because I found a lot of loading times, like a lot of loading screens, more than I've ever experienced or, or can ever remember in any Yakuza game. The amount of times I saw a loading mm. screen with that wee triangle. Oh. At the bottom, just like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. reminded me that doesn't this have the weirdest loading screen ever? It basically it flashes away from the loading bar bit a little bit. It's sort of like it goes about a third of the way, then two thirds of the way. Then it, when it completes, it, it zips back to about a third. And then it just does an extra little mini load. <laughs> uh, no I didn't real, get any load no screens, no guys. No. Yes, you did. Uh, yes, yeah. of course I did. Okay, God, I was what? Hang on. <laughs> What? I'm playing I with thought, a PS I you had Pro an SSD Plus. in or something. I didn't know what you were going to do there. But, um, but no, yeah. serious. I don't understand that. What, why didn't they just make it one single bar, which just slowly went instead of doing it twice? Um. All right. So, so before we start closing this down, because we're whew, already in an okay, hour, let's just close um, this down because I don't think anyone's getting anything useful left to say. Well, we have one thing to talk about. <laughs> no. One thing, Craig, and then you can retire because I'm. You hurt my feelings. Um, 
Does his combat style suck or is it just me? Oh, it sucks. Both of them suck. Mm. They They're suck. awful. No, it's not good. Really awful. It's not good. It feels like you've got, uh, say, like two... Well, for, for Craig, I'll say ice lollies. For you, Dave, I'll say freeze pops. Thank you're basically you. holding them in your hands. They're, they come out of the fr- they come out of the freezer really hard. And you sort of like hold them in front of you, start waving them about left and right, all over the place, and then and then slowly they get a bit more soggy, and that's it. And that's pretty much what you're doing for all your combat for the game. You just sort of like <laughs> trying to find a ninety degree angle where you can wave your freeze pop- wave your freeze pops all over the place, and and if you hit stuff, you're happy. If you miss. You just wait and restart doing freeze pop in a different direction. It's it's really odd, and I don't I don't get it. I couldn't find a way where I could get a direct one to one. I'm going to hit you in the face and not go skirting past you, skirting off back, at a 45 degree angle, jumping off the wall, rolling around yeah. on the floor, not knowing what button to press, whether I should try and recover or try and do something that doesn't seem to work on trying to get you on getting up, and then. Well, which which EX move has the priority and sort of like yeah, going, oh, EX shit, moves I'm doing this, this one terrible. again. Oh, they were terrible. Can I please do the one which hits multiple people instead of just one person with a massive hit because that's a complete waste? I think there's there's Ugh. there's a few distinct problems. I think there are many distinct problems. I got stun locked so many times on the ground with random people coming up and kicking me. Oh yeah. Well, I'm just trying to recover yeah. and it's just Whoa. boot boot perfectly timed yeah. for when you're about to recover. Um, the I, the one bit that I think they should have worked better is that more free-flowing bounce off the walls and jump over people. and uh, It should have worked more, but the actual core... Half the time it didn't yeah, work or, or you, for me. And I think they should have given him a huge backpack full of medicine just so he can cure himself. Like some <laughs> fucking idiot knocks a bit of your health off oh. permanently. And then you have to run around paying extortionate fees to get healed in a well, goddamn sewer like some sort of turtle. <laughs> Well, okay, see, now now breaking it down, like, I think they prioritize his animations, because mm-hmm. his animations look nice, like when he's doing all the arm wavy and changing stances. Hi, for 15 seconds, fluid. I've punched you some. I, well, that 100 15. foot kick thing, where he just keeps kicking backwards and forwards, that's ace. But it, 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 I still that's don't know how he triggered that thing. Like, whenever it was a Yakuza game, the gameplay and your button inputs took priority over animation, so yeah, it looked janky at times, mm. but it was responsive. In this, there are literally some combos where you will hit square, 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 and then it takes him, what, maybe a, a second, ha- second and a half to get back into form, and you're like, can we, you're getting punched, uh-huh. sir, can we get this moving? Yes, I... And the thing is, you, you're you unlocking skills which say cancel out, and you're they like... They don't. They don't no cancel. They absolutely, I sidestep, my quick step is not cancelling this fucking animation. <laughs> 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 uh, then also, double cancel, and you're like, oh, that's still not working. What the first cancel doesn't work, so the second one's not going to do anything either. I got a little excited at the beginning because I thought that Sega had listened to me and decided to put the rush battle style in every game. Um, I very quickly got disappointed. There are two styles you can switch between. You have your red ice lolly and your blue ice yeah. lolly. Uh, one is supposed to be for crowd control, and the other one is not. for one on one. But they're, they're, almost, not, they're almost like with one being a bit. More I used the one on one style they're, because a few of the upgrades were specific to that that I unlocked. So I thought yeah. I'll just stick with that. It's just as effective for crowd control. There's there's like absolutely <laughs> nothing. <laughs> All right, so there is a difference, and uh, since I got the stupid achieve the little in-game achievement for killing 
1,500 people in one style and 1,500 people in another. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I killed 1,280 people in the entire game. <laughs> okay, so when you're in, it's crane and tiger, and not like a cool Le Boulong crane style, sadly. Uh. It's, um, the crane style is, is your AoE. Now, everything you do kind of has these wide sweeping motions. The, uh, the downside to this is it does not stun anybody. Like, um, so if you hit somebody, there's no hit stun there. They can just pop right back unless you do an EX motion or a combo finisher. Uh, the bonus to the tiger is that everything you do can interrupt and break somebody's move, uh, until we get the deadly attacks. So crane while useful for hitting three people in a row, you don't really stop any of them. And that's a problem. Like, like, because you're hitting, yeah, sure. You're hitting three of them. But they're pounding yeah. you in the face, and you take a lot more damage than they do. Like this is got to be the game. I went through hundreds of stamina and X, just because I took so much damage in this game. Yeah, uh, and with red, all you all you do is concentrate on one person and try and make sure that you're pushing the person far away that you're not going to get hit in the back. And if you can move sort of like fast enough across the screen, then you've got enough time to start finish them off and then start on the next person and then weave back through and then weave for a, it's just like a complete zigzag that way now yakuza 6 didn't have deadly attacks right no okay so um deadly attacks are these special moves and you'll see them dragon ball z it up before they do it like you know they'll get the aura around them and all that and then their hair turns blonde and somebody's yelling about gohan it's very confusing um if they hit you with that, it takes off a permanent part of your health bar. So, you know, yeah. um, then the problem is, uh, do guns do it? Guns didn't do it, did no, they? No, guns don't. It's uh, Guns don't do it okay. or stab. A charged gun, maybe. If, if they are glowing and they shoot you or stab you, it does it. If they're not glowing, it doesn't. Okay, that, that's what it is. Yeah. The problem is multiple, while you generally <clears throat> won't focus on multiple people that have these deadly attacks... It's that if you don't have the proper upgrades, you can't stop a deadly attack. So it then turns into ring around the rosy while you're trying to run away from whoever this is. And you're going to be getting hit by other people. Um, I like the idea of, no, this is a really serious attack. Or you've been really wounded. Here's the consequence. I like that. That's good. Uh, you can't block them. You can't quick step through them. You're, gen you're going to get hit. So that's fine you have to use your special meter, which is not the same as a heat gauge. It acts as a heat gauge plus a special meter. The special meter makes your moves come out faster. Um, your EX actions cost less, but you're still expending this bar rather quickly. So you generally have to save your bar so you can deal with deadly attacks. The EX attacks in this or heat actions are not near as uh, versatile as they are in Yakuza. Like in Yakuza, would you guys say there's generally a heat action for anything? It's like, oh, you're up against a pole, you yeah, get this yeah. one. You're up against a wall, you get this one. Um, in this, I've seen him body slam a bike onto somebody about 45 yeah. times. Also, throw if they're on the ground, he'll throw the bike into the air and then kick it onto them. Indeed, and indeed. if they're up against the wall, he will run at them, bounce off their face with one foot, and then kick them with the other foot. I think that was the three I saw. 400 million times not all the time see that's the pro there's also one if you push them up against the wall you hit triangle you just knee them in the head 
and sometimes and there's not really anything to make you choose. It's like some nebulous thing of if there are enough people behind you when you initiate, you get to jump off and kick. But they're not reliable. You can't go, okay, I want to go for this heat action. Also, I don't know if you guys noticed this. Uh, heat actions, drast- they're diminishing returns, ridiculous diminishing returns. You initiate your first heat action, it will take off like half their bar. If you do another heat action after that, like the one where you kick them on the ground and they go spinning, you it's lessened by almost half. Like, they really don't want you to rely on heat actions. Which is weird. And when the combat's... I, I got through 90% of the bosses by saving my meter, waiting until they go Super Saiyan, and then just EX moving them to death. That's all I did. For most of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah the, as long as the, the EX basically pushes you stun up like crazy yeah. as well, doesn't it? Yeah, so, uh, I mean... The combat is still fun because uh, on on the whole, it's Yakuza combat. It's fun. But there are there are a lot of little things to build up to. I didn't look for... Like in some Yakuza games, you go looking for a fight. It's like, all right, let me find some punks. I want to punch. Remember that feeling, Yakuza 6, where you're running up to guys and you think, I'm just going to run straight into the middle of these guys and start punching. No loading screen, no nothing. Exactly. Whereas this one, I was more like, there's those guys over there, so I'm going to run slightly to the left past them and hope that they don't catch up to me. Now... The only the only positive to it is that because that triangle button on its own is so useless as a as a single attack sort of thing because you basically oh, yeah. just do some sort of weird can can kick thing and it's it's really odd but but because it because it puts that on that button it means that you're less likely to accidentally waste a heat action and you can actually save your ex gauge because you're that wary of doing an accidental can can move and looking like a tit and then getting your head kicked in by everyone. So it, as it tits are known to do. Yeah. Um, the, the last thing I want to bring up in terms of combat is what I initially thought was, and I even think I have it in the notes where it's like, hey, this is a great idea. And then by the end of it, I was like, oh my gosh, this needs to stop. Um, the roaming bosses. Now, it's not like Mr. What was it? What was his name in Yakuza um, Zero? Not Mr. Moneybags. Uh, oh, flip. What was his name? I'll remember it in two seconds. Yeah, okay. So it's not like a roaming boss like they have where, oh, hey, or a nouveau riche guy. They're not like, hey, these guys have a lot of money, but they're a little bit harder if you can take them down. These have a thing where a call comes in, interrupts whatever you're doing to let you know, hey, there's some mean guys around here, the head of this clan. Could you please knock them out? At first, you're like, hey, that's really cool. You know, uh, random encounters get boosted because they're looking for you. And there's these two heads of clan to begin with. And eventually, it becomes four heads of clan. Then you go do a boss fight. It's just a random roving boss fight. But if you don't do it, you're going to deal with massively bumped up random encounters. And this is fun at first. And then you fight the guys 18 to 20 times. And you end up making a beeline for them just because, okay, okay, enough with the random encounters. I I hate Yagami. Can we move? Um, So having those roaming-style bosses in a GTA-like map, it's really cool, but they did it too much, I feel. It was Mr. Shakedown in Yakuza 0. Mr. Shakedown, there we go. Thank you. And you you lost half your money every single time you fought him? Is that something like that? Yeah, if you decided to, yeah, you you lost a good chunk. Um, There was... A few NPC dialogues that I saw in this one where it said, uh, Mr. Try and Punch Me. I saw Mr. Try and Punch Me try to buy pawn. Oh, yeah. 
Is there one of those bosses? Because I never, I never met Mister Try and uh, Mister Try and Punch Me is not the same one as you get in Yakuza. That that uh, homeless guy. Oh, it's not him. Right. Okay. It's 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 a guy, a kid who learned from him. And oh, it's right, not a okay. boss. It's it's a friendship thing of like you have forty five seconds try to try to hit him once. Okay, I never. And you end up becoming friends, and that leads to oh my gosh, Craig, you're genius. You and Mike, you're on you're on point today. <laughs> I love you both. Um, that leads to a new thing where. If you're in a fight, people will come and help you. <laughs> um, there's three of them no that I know of. No one ever came to help me, Dave. No one well, ever you, helped me. You were you were a myopic loner. You didn't have friends. <laughs> um, there's Mr. Try and Hit Me. He, if you max his friendship bar, he will come running and help you in every fight. There is a, uh, a Westerner. I believe he's supposed to be American uh, who really likes ninja stuff. And so he pretends to be a ninja. Uh, he will come and help you. And you like so- Sodom? Like what? Like is is it so- Sodom off a- Sodom or so? Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah, except yeah. dressed like a ninja. Uh, and <laughs> there's there's one other one that I can't think of at the moment. I'm sorry, but they will come and they will help you. Now, at first, this is really cool because in any random encounter, you'll have a helper. This is great, and they all have special abilities. Like um, the ninja guy will throw kunai, and the uh, try and hit me will taunt people so they're not hitting you in the back of the head in your stupid hair. But every time the fight ends, there is a, let's say, three-second little scene of them saying, hey, catch you later, or, you know, nod, and things like that. And so that's adding on what almost feels like a load time to the end of every single random encounter. And you can't turn them off. So, that was a little frustrating. Like, I like the idea, but I think the execution was a little, little shoddy. Uh, okay, boy, we're really more negative on this than I thought now that we put it all together, aren't we? I think we're just being picky. We've played a lot of Yakuza games, and the truth is, you know, I think we, we can be picky now because it's, you know, it's been such a long time with, with the series. I also want to retain my right to be picky because of all of the games I've played. This has been one of the more <laughs> disappointing ones. This year, I don't just mean in the Yakuza series, I just mean in general. I was really super looking for... Oh, God. oh the big this games? This is getting into final thoughts. Will we? Will mm. we? Will we? Shall we? Yeah, you know what? Um. Uh. Well, hold on. We may clip this out, but do we have anything else we want to talk about? Like, what did, did we miss anything? I think we hit everything that's new mechanics. Yeah, not really. The only real little things were basically that, you know, it, you do get submissions where they say either pay me money or, or start one of the submissions and things like that, which is just kind of just little hooks to get you into doing some more sub stuff it didn't work on me anyway i just paid the cash moved on <laughs> i'm I, out, of, out of everyone mike like craig i understand you, you're you're going through your yak as a sickness but mike i'm I'm surprised you didn't engage with this more i mean not guilty it's or not, anything well it's not that i didn't engage with it it's just that i sort of you know what my track record is with podcasts recently so i sort of thought i need to be i need to keep my eye on the prize and get this done okay. because the accuser six was running over if i remember right and all sorts and i can i can throw myself really deep into it i'm quite glad i didn't now seeing that the the sub story sort of section of the game didn't didn't live. yeah like sub so stories there's themselves. some interesting ones for sure but no nowhere and near as much as a yakuza like a yakuza game you can pull out your brain hunnels are really good sub stories whenever we've recorded one before you're like oh that sub story with that guy that was trying to cross the bridge dressed mm. up as a, a you know like a, a oh, hipster yeah. type guy <laughs> yeah, yeah all of that heaps of great sub stories i i just don't i don't have those stories to tell just now 
for for judgment. Um, <laughs> Onimichi shows up if that helps. Um, the the guy dressed like an orange from Yakuza Six. He shows up. You get to give him a hand. Yeah, I saw him pop pop up somewhere, but. No, 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 it's, it's cool. It's, one of the really weird things about playing this was that I did literally play the Yakuza 7 demo about a day before starting this or something like that. So I so I know what my next big, big meal is in terms of the Yakuza series. And it didn't help that halfway through it, I bought Kiwami 2. So I thought I need to get a, I need to get a bit of a bit of a move on with these. I thought I haven't got time to dawdle. And, and Yakuza 5 will be the one where I spent you know, I think I covered about ninety odd percent of the stuff in that, and that's that was a hundred and ten hours, a if I remember massive right. Game. Yeah, it's a monster. If anyone comes to Yakuza Five, I'd I'd give it a second thought before you jumps head head into it because it is it does dwarf. You know, you could probably fit two other Yakuza games, maybe even three, into it. Well, this is the whole the whole thing for me is I'm going to blast through Zero, Kiwami One and Two again just to pick up anything I didn't in time for the three, four, and five remasters, and they're in February. And then that's me stuck until my birthday or something like that, like just playing Yakuza. Well, but, when it comes to Yakuza Zero, give Makamura a hug for oh, well, me. Well, she was nice. She was I liked nice. her. Um, in in just just on the sub stories. So, um, there are cases you get from the Genda Law Office, which is the law office you used to work in. Then there are a subsection of cases you get as a private eye which those are just the ones that people hire you. And then there are your random ones you get from friends. Kind of, kind of like sub stories used to work in in previous Yakuza games. My problem with the law office ones and the uh, the detective agency ones are they're all sequential, right? Like, uh, for example, you will have a, a a girl and a boy come up to you and say, "Hey, somebody's somebody's you know peeping around my sister's house. Could you please go find them?" And you know it's a Yakuza game, so there will be a naked man with suction cups on his hands on the wall. Trying to see a naked girl. Okay, that's fine. Then it's part two. And then it's part three. And then it's part four. But part two, three, and four are all the same as part one. Or uh, a busy businessman does not have time to play hide and seek with his son. So you have to do it four times. And it's like, okay, guys. enough. A lot of them seem to be a continuation of a sub-story. Which is fine. Like, that's nice to get to know these characters that become your friends later. But you're doing the exact same thing in every one. You're tailing somebody. Then you're going to chase somebody a good 60% of the time. And then you're going to do it again. And you're going to do it again and again. So, like, that that's kind of my problem with this was they didn't have that. I don't want to say they didn't have the same imagination because these guys are great. They've proven time and time again these, they can make a great, diverse game. It's just in this... They kept it very simple. I think I think one of the points that's going to have to be raised here is just that we have got to that point where we're breaking through the illusion. So if we go back in time to like uh, Yakuza 3, Yakuza 4, that sort of era, um, this was a point where in Japan, Yakuza was pretty much already an annual series and we've slowly been sort of like you know, getting, oh, we'll finally get a copy of this in, in time, to the point now where we're, you know, this this is the case where this game was only running roughly about half a year after the Japanese release, something like that. And I think we're yeah. getting to the point now where we're, we're getting the annual Yakuza games now, where before we might have had a two-year gap between them, things like that. And it is crazy that they've been 
pretty much running on running on empty for a good while most likely and I guess it had to show at some point because you know it Yakuza 6 I think was the last sort of long running wait for anything in fact if I remember right I think Kiwami was actually released originally before it or some, something yeah to that I effect. think so I can't remember but but we're we're pretty much running running up to time now and you know this this annual release thing it's they can't just keep making magic every every single year and um you know, you know yeah, I, and, I still and, think i still think they, well, they can still do it yakuza 7 just the demo alone had me going Ooh, they have still got tricks uh, well, but that's you know the thing too keeping like um like when you talk about nintendo games right like a bad nintendo game is still better than a good 75 percent of other games like like we're we're grading on a real yakuza curve here where even a bad Yakuza game is still a pretty good game. So keep that in mind. Like, like we're not ditching this like it belongs in the, the you know, 2 out of 10 category. It's our problems with this as a Yakuza game. That's it. It's not, this is a bad game. I don't think any of us do feel that way. No, no. And if, if, you, if you need a bit of life, life affirmation, just, just load up Daytona USA and see uh, Nagoshi's name flying across the screen and then you're sort of like or oh, you, you could realize uh, Daytona was never really that good of a game <laughs> just saying I think, I'm not 100% sure on this but I think I saw his name in a, the Switch re-release of Virtua Racing the other day I can't be 100% sure on that but I think he might have been involved in that one too but yeah yeah uh, I mean, okay so yeah let, let's start getting into final thoughts and then we'll move on to story stuff for next <coughs> episode. So, uh, who wants to go first? Craig, you've been suspiciously silent. Oh You're either crafting a bomb, or no. you have a lot to say. I do not have a lot to say that I've not already said. So my general consensus, or general, not final final thought, is that the mechanics side of things has been watered down to me, for me to the extent where I didn't really want to engage with anything, and things like the bits that I was excited about, the detective stuff and all that, didn't hit the mark for me however next episode when we talk about story is where I will be much more positive uh, so sorry for being a Debbie Downer this time round well um, here's my question for you I like to personalise questions at the end of this this or Red Dead 2? oh this, this, Jesus okay <laughs> good stupid, man, good stupid man. question uh, <laughs> Although they both sort of fall in the same category. They do, actually. They do. Like, really, really strong stories and really kind of mis- yeah. misguided misguided <laughs> mechanics. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what about you? Where are you sitting on this mechanically? Mechanically? Uh, despite what I've said in the podcast, I think it's quite sound. I think I, I enjoyed a lot of what I got from it. Um, that... You know, there there isn't there isn't a terrible Yakuza game yet. There still doesn't exist one. Dead um, Souls. Uh, I think it was okay. It's not even. It's I, the closest I it's a spin off. It's a spin. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a spin off in the loosest sense. It's a completely different genre, near enough. But, um, and even then, it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't absolute garbage. But it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. Um, no, I I quite like Judgment. I think if I had no other Yakuza game in the pipeline, I probably would have spent a bit more time with it and might have got a bit disheartened by what what else there was to do. But 
Oh, I, I quite like looking for cats. It's pretty, pretty interesting. <laughs> uh. Um, myself, as as I am a father, I get to use the phrase "I'm not angry, just disappointed." Um, I think they played it too safe on a lot of things, and then I think they took some chances on a lot of things. Uh, some of the safe choices were the correct ones, and some of the chances were the correct ones, but. Um, this is the most mixed bag Yakuza game I've played in a very long time. Like, I think Yakuza 3 was the last one I would point to and say, eh, it's kind of a mixed bag. If I remember which one that is, because they all bleed together. Um, but all, all in all, if somebody was to ask me, do you think this is fun? Is it good? Absolutely. Like, um, again, we're, we're grading on a curve here. The, the fighting while frustrating compared to Yakuza is still better than most other f- open world fighting engines. It's still better. It's still fun. You still get to, to have a lot of variety. And yeah, you can do the stupid stuff like flipping off the wall and, and all that fun stuff. You still have a bunch of things to distract you. If you just want to spend time in this world, but not actually do the story. And you still have pretty good characters. Like, even though I don't like Yagami, He's pretty. He's an okay character. I don't have a problem and say he's a bad character. I just don't like him personally. So yeah, I, I would say mechanically, you know, if you take story out of it, it's a pretty good game. Now, next week is when we're going to talk about what is arguably the meat and potatoes of the whole thing, uh, and that's the story. Uh, remember, we will have spoilers. So if you're going to listen to that, just keep that in mind. We will be spoiling the whole story. Um. Other than that, Craig, do you have the updated schedule until the end of the year, at least? Until the end of the year. All we've got is this, part two, and then game of the year after that. Yeah, we got we got game of the year coming yep. up. So, for right now, uh, gentlemen, why don't you wish the nice people Merry Christmas? We'll get out of here. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yep, Merry Christmas. That was pitiful, Mike. That was just, just pitiful. Oh, come on, come on. I had to jump off the back of that. I can't follow up on Craig's beautiful, <laughs> majestic you voice there. I've got to you could have went the happy in. holidays route. You know, I wanted to fade into the shadows. I wanted to fade into the shadows yeah, like a man right, in a raincoat. Like a man in a raincoat. <laughs> All right. So, yes, um, since this is coming out at this time of year, happy holidays. I hope whatever you decide to do, you don't get hit by a car and you make it to New Year's. <laughs> So, we will catch you next time on Judgment Part 2.